We've got uh, a guy waiting in the wings who's got great stories to tell, and that is our tech expert, Carmi Levy, because it is a Tech Tuesday. Nice to have you, sir. Great to be here. You know, you guys are talking about Bob Barker. All I can think of is my favorite kind of Bob Barker moment. And I grew up watching Price is Right. My mom was a huge fan. Is uh, is when he beat the tar out of Adam Sandler and Happy Gilmore. That has to be one of the most classic movie scenes of all time. I love Just that, scene. that And then I was watching on the weekend on YouTube. There's a scene where he and Adam Sandler get into a, a fight again in a hospital room. And I don't know, if, was that from Happy Gilmore or was that a sketch they did years later? I must have been a sketch years later, because I think there was that only that one scene, but just the fact that Bob Barker used profanity yeah. uh, in, in the lead up to it, wow, that was, uh, to this day, I still wake up in the middle of the night and wondering, did I see that or was it a fever dream? <laughs> so Google can now tell you if you should be booking a flight now or later. Yeah, this would have come in handy before my recent flight. I could have saved some money. So Google Flights, flights.google.com. It's uh, you, you can use it now. The service has been around forever. They've added a few features to it. Now what they'll do is they'll have trend data. So uh, when you're looking for a flight, it'll tell you kind of when you should book, uh, how far in advance. You know how you always ask? There's always a friend who knows, oh, you should book those flights two months in advance. No, but that one, 45 days. This will tell you exactly that based on data and the numbers are constantly changing. So you know when to lock in uh, and then you sort of don't you don't worry that it's going to go up after the fact. The second one is automated notification so that if the prices do drop significantly, you're going to get a, you're going to get an email. You're going to get a message from Google. So which is kind of neat because basically you pick your flight, you pick your date, and then if it changes over time, then it's like, okay, now's the time to lock in. You don't have to keep going back to check it. It tells you. And this is probably the best one. This is only in the US for now, but inevitably with Google, it'll eventually come here. Uh, so watch for it. It's called it's a price guarantee, which basically means if they if they mess up, they will pay you. Uh, it's via Google Pay, uh, but whatever the difference is, they will pay you in Google Pay. So at least now there's or there's going to be, not yet, but soon, some kind of protection in case the technology fails. So, you know, it's kind of turning that sort of guessing when to lock in your flight from asking around from your friends and hopefully some of them know and they're not leaving you astray to, well, now the technology is telling you because it's based on trend data and it's coming right from Google itself. This is pretty cool stuff. It's going to save a lot of people a lot of money. I remember there was a time when people thought BlackBerry might just go out of business and now somebody's making a bid. Company called Veritas Capital. They're a private equity firm based in New York. Uh, they are, uh, the rumors are, and Reuters is reporting that they have made a bid for the company. A couple of months ago, BlackBerry announced that they were uh, investigating their strategic options, basically, which basically means putting up the for sale sign and seeing who bites. Uh, and there were a number of other players. And if the Veritas deal doesn't go through, uh, there will be, uh, there are apparently others. And, you know, the, the reality is BlackBerry still exists. Of course, they don't make smartphones anymore. If you have a BlackBerry, chances are it doesn't work because the network that supports it was turned off last year. Uh, but, you know, what they're doing here is that they're, they're you know, they're, they're still, they will still sell cybersecurity services and software. They're still selling Internet of Things things. Uh, they sell a car dashboards, automotive technology, automotive operating systems. And they're somewhat successful, kind of profitable, but not, not great. Uh, they're not really globally competitive. They're never going to scale if they weren't, if they didn't sell their their patents they'd be losing money so uh basically they're essentially going to cash out which is you know for me kind of sad i was a blackberry fan of the day a lot of my career as an analyst was made covering this company that's how i kind of established myself in this industry so it's kind of sad that a company that was once the canadian technology icon literally in our backyard uh is now kind of you know you know basically taking a check and, and walking into the sunset will they still exist as a company who knows what the new buyer will plan for 
for it, but uh, it clearly is the end of an era. And it does make me a little bit verklempt. Canadian success, success stories are not many, and when they end, it's kind of sad. Although when you think of the legacy, both in terms of you know the notions behind their technology, the amount of money that was donated by people who worked and owned BlackBerry, I mean, it completely transformed Waterloo. So, you know, there's that. It certainly did. And, and it kind of established Canada, convinced Canadians that, yeah, we can play on the global stage. And if you look at a lot of the most successful startups and technology companies in Canada today, many of them do have a connection right back to BlackBerry, that when BlackBerry imploded, a lot of those really brilliant people went on to start their, their own companies. And now there's an entire ecosystem that really started, the foundation was with BlackBerry. So yeah, we, we owe a lot to it. And that success story continues on, even if the brand on the door has changed. Uh, and we should be proud of ourselves we don't tend to pat ourselves on the back while we do amazing things blackberry was really one one great example and we should be proud of that european union cracking down on big tech how uh, it is called the Digital Services Act, or DSA, and the EU is always really big about being the first jurisdiction in the world to introduce really cool, progressive le legislation that deals with technology. A few years ago, they had the GDPR to deal with, with data privacy. Well, now there's the Digital Services Act, and basically it tells big tech, so web companies like Google and Amazon, e-commerce, uh, social media platforms, Meta, Twitter, or whatever they're calling themselves today, that basically they have to fly right by you and me so uh things in the dsa uh you can uh, it, you know those ai recommendations that everyone hates you know you will under the dsa have the power to turn them off uh, and a lot of the companies now have already been making these changes to their platforms in anticipation of dsa meaning that your feeds are going to become less annoying uh, if you see harmful content so hate speech harassment uh suicide or self-harm misinformation or a scam uh It'll be easier to flag it. How many times do you go to flag something, you know, to report it? And then you have to jump through six different hoops and then you just give up. Well, now they're going to make it easier for you to do so. If they don't, they will be fined. Uh, if your post is taken down because of, you know, content moderation, uh, you'll now be given an explanation. They have to tell you why in detail, not just some kind of canned answer. Uh, and if, if there are fake products online, they're going to make it harder for those fake products to be posted. So there's a huge counterfeit problem across all uh, digital platforms right now. Uh, and the DSA makes companies like Amazon, uh, you know, it compels them to do something about it. They can't just kind of yawn and turn the other way. And this is another important one because this has been a problem here in North America for decades. Digital ads targeted at kids. Well, you can't target kids anymore. Uh, and and they're putting you know dollars behind this if you don't comply with the DSA. Uh, as with earlier legislation, billions of dollars in fines if you don't comply. And they really are putting big tech on notice. Play right by us or it's going to cost you. Carmi, thank you so much. Good to have you this morning. Great being here, John. Thanks. Carmi Levy is our tech guy. He joins us on Tuesdays at 6.50 with his favorite tech stories of the week. We like to call it Tech 